you will not receive bad news. Everyone saying, Amen. May the God of heaven show you grace and mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Everyone saying, Amen. There will be no cry in your house. There will not be weeping in your house. The Lord will defend you. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will open new doors for you. The Lord will make a way for you. Those who are down, my God, will lift you up. Those who are up, you will not fall down. In the name of the Lord. Every battle of your life from today, may the Lord take over. May the Lord take over. May the Lord take over. He will take over that battle. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. In the name of Jesus. Your eye will not see evil. You will not hear evil. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your day of joy will not turn to a day of sorrow. Everyone saying, Amen. I decree under God, your day of shame will never come. I shall go. I decree your garment of honor will not tear. In the name of the Lord. If you say, Amen, one more time, you will not see nakedness. Everyone saying, Amen, you will not cry over your children. You will not cry over your husband. You will not cry over your wife. The God of heaven, he will arise and show you mercy. In time like this, in this country, God will defend all of us. God will arise all of us. God will make him fall of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. His mercy and his grace will defend us. His mercy and grace will protect us. In the name of Jesus. We decree today, affliction will not come again. This virus will cease in the name of the Lord. The hand of God that protects, will protect every one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. We trust the Lord, there will be miracles. There will be miracles. There will be miracles. The miraculous hand of God will put an end to this virus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And all those who are treating people here and there, all those who are informing medical, I mean, I work, Lord Jesus, protect every one of them. Those who are infected already, we receive healing for them. And for our government, we pray, Lord, more grace, more wisdom for them on what to do so that all this problem will be over. Lord, we receive wisdom for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus, after everything, may we all have reason to give glory to God. Father, I want to say we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. To the church and viewers at home, I want to say to you, God is still on the throne and the battle will soon be over. It will make a way for every one of us. The Lord will defend us. The Lord will protect us. In the name that is above every name, better times will still come. This affliction will cease. In the name of Jesus, it will not continue. Help will come our way. Mercy will sweep all of us. As you are saying, Amen, at home, you will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. You will not go down with this season. The hand of God will raise up all of us and will help us to pass through this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. We are trusting the Lord that things will get better. And the hand of the Almighty will be stretched forth on our behalf. And all things will return to normalcy. We trust the Lord there is going to be restoration of all things. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. For this morning, I'd like to bring God's, God's word as we go through the word of God in the book of John chapter number 1. John chapter number 1. I'm reading verses 45 and 46. John chapter number 1, verses 45 and 46. Maybe for clarity, I'd like to start from verse number 43. The day following Jesus will go into forth into Galilee, and he founded Philip and said unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Verse 45, Philip findeth Nathanael, and I said unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did the right. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. I took my time to read all various translations, close to 10 trillion translations. And there I discover the way Nathanael saw and his perception, perception rather, about Nazareth. Nazareth began to meditate on that, the Holy Ghost began to speak to me. And that will form the basis of my sharing with you this morning. By the grace of God, this morning I'll be sharing, or I'll be talking the subject, the story we end with. Your story will end well. Wherever you are at home, wherever you are listening to me now, can you just say to yourself three times, my story will end well. 
My story will end well. My story will end well. Now, can you turn to your, your wife or husband or children that are around you? Tell them one by one that their story will end well. Can you say to them their story will end well? Point to them and say, your story will end well. Now, can you say as a family at home, our story in this family will end well? Oh, it will end well. And probably you are in the office now, say to yourself, in our company, in our organization, our story will end well. It will end well. We believe God in this country also, our story will end well. This country, Nigeria, our story will end well. Nations all over the world, the story will end well. How am I sure it's going to end well? It will end well because God will help us. It will end well because God will show us mercy. It will end well because we know that God answers prayer. It will end well because we know God will not look at, as it were, our weaknesses. His mercy will speak for all of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hear it again, the story will end well. And I believe this is a word of prophecy for somebody out there, somebody listening to me wherever. Don't say the Lord, your story will end well. I know there are challenges. I know there are issues. I know there are ups and downs. But God said the Lord today, the one who knows the end from the beginning, the one who is called the first and the last, your story will end well. Your story will end well. Now hear this. Life is full of stories. Stories of individuals. Stories about families. Stories of nations. Of course, we also have international stories. There are stories about events, stories about happenings, stories about experiences that we all have at one time or the other. Of course, there are stories about developments here and there, stories about achievements, stories about discoveries, stories about breakthrough, stories about manifestations, all kinds of stories every day. It may interest you to know that Looking into your life, you have had so many stories over the years. Maybe since the time you have age, you have had so many stories. Stories about a country, for example. Maybe stories about happenings in your family. Maybe stories about your neighbor. Maybe stories about some businesses, organizations, companies, or what have you. Maybe we have had some stories about your wife, about your husband, or your children. Stories about churches all over the world. Stories about business all over the world. And currently, as we are talking now, we are hearing so much stories about coronavirus. All I'm trying to say is this. In life, there are stories. And take note of this about stories of life. Number one, we all have stories. There's hardly no human being without a story, sir. Including you that you are listening to me now. I also have story. You have story. Number two, some stories are interesting. Others are not. So it is not all stories that are interesting as it were. It's not all stories you want to listen to because they are not interesting, but all the same, they are stories. Number three, some stories are very short. Some may be long. Some within five minutes, ten minutes, one minute, you've heard everything about it. But there are some, it may take you days or weeks or hours or whatever to hear those stories. Now, check in the scripture, for example. We have so many characters in the Bible, and the Bible began to talk about so 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 in the book of Genesis, and this one gave back to this, and this one gave back to them. Short, short story, virtually one minute about them. But then there are those of them that we read so much about. The man that lived the longest years on now was called Methuselah. Now in 69 years, there was nothing really to hear about him. If there's anything we heard about story, he lived now in 69 years, he also son and daughter, and he died. That's all. But then there are other people who did not live so much and we read so much stories about them. For some of them, their story covered two books of the Bible. For example, we have the first book of Bible, the first book of Samuel, the second book of Samuel, and so many like that, that you just keep reading about their stories. I pray today in the name of the Lord Jesus, may you have good stories to tell. May people hear good stories about you. May your story be such that we have generations to come in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, what I'm saying is some stories are short, some are long. Some stories affect not only the individual or their family, but the nations all around them. And I pray today, may your story and my story affect our nations for good. Affect our family for good. Affect people around us for good. That in years to come, days to come, years to come, when somebody will sit down and think about somebody like you, about me or our family, they will remember so many good things and they will thank God for us. That will be our story in the name of Jesus. Hear this? Most times, the way a story starts may not be the way it will end. And that's why I'm too sure in the Lord that by the mercy of the Lord, the current story that is now global pandemic, we end well by God's mercy. It started on a very terrible note, death and whatever. But God will to, to use it to turn everything around. And every one of us will have testimony at the end of the day. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One other thing I need to let you know about story. That some stories are true. Some are completely falsehood. Lies. So, that simply means it's not all stories you hear that you believe. 
All of them may not really be true. So for you to benefit from the one that is true, you need to find out. You need to find out the truth. You need to find out, is this story true or not? Not all stories we read about nations, about individuals, about family, about organizations are true. Not even everything we are hearing about coronavirus are true. So you need to take time to find out the one that is true because it is only the one that is the truth that can benefit you, that can benefit us. I conclude that side by saying this. It does not matter what the story looks like. There is a God that changes stories. That's the good news for today. It does not matter what the story looks like. There is a God that changes story. Even if the story is a bad story, even if it is an unpleasant story about you, your family, your life, it doesn't matter. God changed stories. And checking the scripture, I discover virtually all those who became great, all those who become notable, all those whom the Lord used, their foundation were not so good as it was. Their story did not start well. Some of them are what you call mess in their stories. But you know, God turned their mess to message. I pray for somebody out there today. May the Lord turn your mess to message. May God turn your mess to message. The minuses in your life, in my life, may God turn into pluses for us. The thing that brings us shame, may God turn it around to give us fame. The thing that the enemy planned to bring us, that may God use it to raise us up. As you are saying, amen, you will not suffer shame. You will not suffer reproach. That story will turn around in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name that is above every name, your story will end well. Now, coming back to this text we read, very interesting. This happened and it concerned the Lord, Savior, and Jesus himself. And that is a message to you and me. If it can happen to the Lord, it can happen to anyone. Now, the Bible says, and the Lord Jesus, the following day, Jesus, what was going for, into Galilee, and you found a guy called Philip, and he said to me, follow me, and you found another one, Andrew and Peter, and then the Bible says also, they found Nathaniel, and then when you found Nathaniel, and they said to him, Nathaniel, do you know what? The Savior is already around. We have met the Savior, the one that the prophets, prophets are about. And Nathaniel replied, my focus today on the response of Nathaniel. Nathaniel said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Hmm. What a world. What a society. Where people easily conclude matters when God has something else in mind. Now here, there are a few things I want you to bring out to your knowledge. Nazareth, rather. He said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Nazareth was a small city. Maybe you are small today, but by the grace of the Lord, the Lord will make you great. Nazareth was an unknown city, not famous. Maybe you are also not known, but there's a God that advertises, He will advertise you. Nazareth also was despised from the statement he despised Nazareth. Nathaniel despised Nazareth. He said, forget it. If I thought any good thing is Nazareth, that's nothing. Nothing good can come from that place. But that he despised Nazareth will not stop the program of the law. Maybe you are out there listening to me. You have been despised by men. Despised by your family. Despised by the society. Despised because of something you do not have. Despised because of what they see around you today. Despite because you are facing some challenges now. Despite because you are facing some troubles now. Despite because you do not have something that people have now. I want you to know here. I want you to hear this today. That will not stop the plan and the purpose of the Lord. As a matter of fact, it is the people that people despise that God raised up. I pray therefore to you. In places where you have been despised, may the Lord lift up your heads. In places where you have been declared to be a nobody, may God make you somebody. In places where you never think you can become anything, may God give you the grace to become somebody. Even in time and season like this, the God that changes story, let God change your story in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I hear your loud amen at home? Nazareth was not considered to be a city or a place where any good thing can come from. But that is where God will always remain God. For many of us hearing today, some people never believe you can become anything in your life. If only some of us will pause for a while and reflect on where we are coming from and reflect on where God picked us from and reflect on what we have gone through in life, you will discover that if not for the mercy of God, you won't be where you are now. I will not be where I am now. We are product of mercy. We are product of grace. It helped us. It brought us up. And we must not forget that. That same God has not changed. Whoever you are out there and you are already looking down on yourself because people are looking down on you, I've come with a good news. Change your mind. Like Nazareth, something good will come out of you. Something good will come out of your family. Something good will come out of that organization. Something good will come out of whatever you are going through now. In the mighty name of Jesus, let that grace rest on you today. 
Hallelujah. Now, irrespective of the opinion of Nathaniel, the Savior came from Nazareth. Irrespective of the thinking of Nathaniel, the Lord, the Savior, the Redeemer came out of Nazareth. And that was show me something which I want us to consider briefly. One, never judge a person, a city, a situation by the background alone. All that Nathaniel was doing was to judge Nazareth by the background of Nazareth. Never judge a person, an organization, a family by the background that what you know about the background alone. There is a God that doesn't allow people's background to bring them down. Even if you're on the ground today, there is an anointing that can raise you up. There is a grace that can raise you up. As you say this, amen, wherever you are, let that grace enter your house. In the mighty name of Jesus. The second thing I want you to take note is this. You should not also judge anyone by their past alone. Don't let the past be the main reason why you judge. The person may be bad before, maybe now he's good. The situation may be bad before, maybe it's not good. The organization of the company may not be good before. Maybe now things have changed. So if you want to join average based on the past alone, you may not be getting it accurately. And with all humility, I've said that severally, and I'll say it again. There is no one, no nation, no family who doesn't have a past. The only problem we have is most of the time, we forget where we are coming from. We easily forget where it pick us from. Some of us easily forget who we used to be before we find God, before we find grace. And that's why sometimes we become so, we find it so easy Things, something good thing cannot happen to some people. Take note of this. Good things come from God and it can happen to anyone. Somebody who's saying, Amen, how dare from today may good things enter your home. In the mighty name of Jesus. The third thing I want you to take note from the story of Nathaniel and Nazareth is that you do not also judge a person by the challenges they are facing. We are product of mercy. If we are going to sit down on challenges of life, there's nobody who can say, I am this. It's grace and mercy that sustain all of us. Challenges of life consume the high and the mighty. Challenges of consumer have consumed those who are big, who have everything. How much more those who have nothing? That you and I, we are walking around, that we can move up and down, that we can heal and drink, that we have a place we call war, that we can serve the law, that we can preach his gospel, or we can do anything at all. It's mercy, sir. In the day of challenges, there's no strong man anywhere. And that's why never joy by the challenges. All that Nathaniel was doing, that from all that you know about Nazareth, no business, nothing, forget it. If nothing good can come out of that place. But that's not God. And number five, you do not judge anyone, any nation, any family, any whatever, by human opinion. Now, when Nathaniel said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He passed a message to Philip. He passed a message to Andrew, to all other people. And if not that God personally intervened, they will carry the same message and will start spreading everywhere that nothing good can come out of that place. Oh, brother, you are there wrong. I want to bear somebody here. Don't be an advertiser of bad news. Be an agent of good news. Never despise anyone, any family, any nation, because it will help your destiny. Even now, people are stigmatized as it were. Some people that have this virus, don't stigmatize anybody. It can, just anyone, anywhere, it can happen. But thank God that many are recovering and they are coming out of it. What am I saying today? We must be careful what comes out of our mouth, especially when it comes to condemning, judging, and writing up people or situation, I mean, people, situation, families, or whatever. Don't do it. Why? All that you know is this minute. What will happen tomorrow, you don't know. I pray for everyone out there. Even for any reason, that's what you're going through. As your amen turned out, you are coming out of it. I want to pray for you. May God turn it around for your own good. May God use it to change your situation. In the mighty name of Jesus, can any good thing come? Out of Nazareth. Yes, it can come. Why? Because the Lord is the Lord. Now, hear this also. What Nathaniel says shows one thing that there is all for you. Because if the master, the Savior, can come out of Nazareth, that means something good will still come out of you. Something good will still come out of your family. Something good will still come out of your place of war. It does not matter what it looks like now, good things will still come out of you. Of course, I also need to let you know this by the mercy of the Lord. By the grace of the Lord. Where you have gone down, you will rise up again. Where you have become a nobody, you will become somebody again. Where you have been left and you have been abandoned, the Lord will raise you up again. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatsoever you suffer in the time past, you will not suffer it again. 
the God that raises people, the God that blesses people. Everyone saying, Amen, I hope the Lord will bless you, the Lord will raise you, the Lord will make a way for you. You will not go under in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Many good things will still come out of Nazareth. Even you, with all that is going on in this country now, good things will still come out of you. Having said that, what must we do? If we want to get out of weird situations, circumstances, challenges of life kept all of us. There are four spirits the Holy Ghost that we must address today. The first spirit is what I call the spirit that forgets God. To become somebody in life and destiny, do not forget God. We should not allow the virus, the happenings now, make us forget God. The spirit that forgets God. The spirit that forgets God. People forget God. Why do people forget God? People forget God. One, when they become comfortable. Comfort is good. But all of us must learn to manage comfort. Because when we become so comfortable, if we are not careful, we forget God. Two, people forget God because of pleasures of life. When we are after pleasures, when we are pursuing pleasures, when our eyes, everything is after pleasures of life, we forget God. Three, people forget God because of satanic manipulation. The enemy wants us to forget God. And I want to beg you by the master of the law, even at home, wherever you are, pandemic or no pandemic, don't forget God. He is your maker. Do not forget God. He is your maker. Do not forget God. He is your maker. The fourth reason why people forget God, People forget God because that's what many are doing. So, nobody remember God again. Nobody pray to God again. Nobody do. So, it's like, it doesn't matter. Let me also do the same thing. May I say to you, you are not the many. You are not the people. You are you. Your destiny is your destiny. Your life is your life. Protect your destiny. Protect your life. That your friend, your neighbor don't longer have time for God. Doesn't mean you should not have time for God. Have time for God because one day, whether you like it or not, Anna, you, we will face him. The fifth reason why people forget God. People forget God because... They just decide to go on what I call spiritual vacation and lukewarmness. It is dangerous thing to embark on spiritual vacation. Witches and wizards don't go on vacation. Enemies don't go on vacation. The adversary don't go on vacation. All the attacks, as it were, the temptation to try, you'll be having before virus started, before we have the pandemic, they are still there. So they don't go on vacation. Virus, coronavirus, just additional problem. The other ones that have been there are still there. So they don't go on vacation. So spiritually, I want to beg you, beloved, do not go on vacation. It's very dangerous. Again, people, go, man, people forget God when they are filled with challenges of life. And they just felt that, well, God is doing nothing about it. So let me forget him. Don't forget God. God is not the author of those confusion and the problem we are facing. Rather, God is the solution. So when you forget God, there will be no solution again. So do not forget God. People also forget God when they don't have time to read the word of God again. I want to beg you by the mass of the Lord, even at home, that we can't go to church to not stop from reading the scripture. Daily meditate on the word. Daily listen to messages. It's very important. The moment you are not reading the Bible again, you are already forgetting God. Six, number seven, wherever you are, people forget God when they don't have time to pray again. It does not matter what's going on. See, pray to the Lord. Up to this minute now, now that there's a special lifting of whatever in Lagos, I'm in some places now, people are going to work every day. People go to market every day. People go to bank every day. They go to other places. So, if they go to all those places and the virus will not stop there, nothing should stop you from reading the word of God, even if it is at home. Nothing should stop you from praying. That there's a lockdown is not the reason why you should not pray in your house. You can still pray. You can still do some little thing. Your family, your wife, your children, call them together to fellowship. Don't forget God. I'm begging you. Do not forget God. Why? You will always need him. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Again, people forget God because... Generally, many of us don't have sense of gratitude. If I remember where he picked me from, if I remember where I used to be, if many of us remember where we used to be, if we remember where he picked us from, if we remember all the challenge we are facing now, now God rescued us, if we remember all the temptation, several times that we failed, we fell, we messed up, we deeper in iniquity, and by his mercy, he rescued us. By his mercy, he brought us himself. Before we have the lockdown, you mess up sometime, committed the worst atrocity, you come into the house of God, the word come, the word change you. If you remember all those things of the law, you will not forget him now. We are not really strong in ourselves. We are strong in him. Do not forget God. If all we hand well and our sorry we hand well, the number one spirit, like I said, four of them, that we need to deal with is the spirit that forget God. Why? Forgetting God is dangerous. Psalm chapter number nine. 
in verse 17. Psalm chapter 9, and verse 17. I want you to quickly see what the Lord says. Brethren, it's a very dangerous thing to forget your maker. I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking of God, your maker. That's what the owner I'm talking about. Don't forget him. No matter the situation, don't forget him. Now, Psalm chapter 9, chapter 9 verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned to hell, and the nation that forget God. The wicked shall be turned to hell, and the nation that forget God. That means forgetting God leads to you know, eternal damnation. When we forget God, God says, just leave this guy. Let this, these people. Leave this nation. Anyone that forget God, the Bible says they will be turned to hell. We must not forget God. We exist by his power. We are who we are by his mind. Don't forget God. Even with happiness now, I beg everybody here, do not forget God. And I pray today, as we remember God, his grace and mercy will not depart from you. What is the solution? How do we do the spirit of that forget God? One, always remember that you are who you are today by his working and mercy. Two, sometimes bring to yourself your whole picture. The picture of when you used to be a, whatever, a drunkard, a drug artist, a womanizer. The picture of when all of us were into all kinds of terrible things that we are doing those days. When you see them, say, ah, thank you, Father, that you can rescue this fellow. It will help you to remain humble and to be calm. It will help you to recognize that it is God. Bring the picture of when you are nobody, when you are poor and you are struggling to survive. And now God has changed your story. Every time we bring those pictures to ourselves, it helps us to say, I cannot, I must not forget him. No matter what, I can't forget him. I pray for everyone saying amen at home. The grace not to forget God, receive today. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, receive today. The second spirit we need to deal with for our spirit, for our, for our story to end well. No matter the circumstance, the situation, it doesn't matter the challenge, it doesn't matter where we find ourselves, it's what I call the spirit of confusion. The spirit of confusion. The spirit of confusion is a deadly spirit that doesn't allow people to do the right thing at the right time. The spirit of confusion is a spirit of disorderliness. It's a spirit that disorganizes everything. It's a spirit that doesn't give people the mind to take right decisions. The spirit of confusion is a spirit that scatters things. Whenever a man, a woman, anybody becomes confused, he will just not know what is the right, what is wrong. Accordingly, such people can't take a decision that will amount to anything good. Should I go? Should I not go? Should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do the, I mean, should I, I mean, uh, marry? Should I not marry? Should I take this action? You know, everything, there's a confusion. When there's a confusion, there can't be progress. When there's a confusion, there cannot be advancement. When there's a confusion, you can't, you can't achieve anything that way. So the spirit of confusion is one of the spirits that doesn't allow people to end well. But by the grace of the Almighty, you will end well. Your family will end well. Your story will end well. It does not matter what is on the ground now. The anointing of the Lord will come upon you and you will end well. Accordingly, I speak out of our life this word confusion. In any area where we have experienced or we experience confusion, Lord, let there be a miracle. Lord, let there be a change. Lord, let there be a turnaround. Whatever brought that confusion to your life, it is ceasing now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hear you today. Confusion can turn down anything. It turn upside down anything. Confusion can turn down families. Many families are upside down today because of confusion. Many relationships have been shattered because of confusion. Businesses, organization, everything come to nothing now because of confusion. Expectation shattered because of confusion. Confusion is a deadly spirit. It's one of the weapons of the adversary, one of the weapons of the occultic power. Why? So that that person will not make progress. But I've come in the name of the law, you will make progress with your life. Your family will make progress. Your children will make progress. In every area of your life where there's confusion, I decree today, let God step in. 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 Wherever things are be turned upside down, I pray the hand of the Lord will break that yoke now. You will no longer be a product of confusion. Wherever you are confused, that things will become clearer. The Lord will step in. 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 In the name of Jesus, God will step in. The spirit of confusion is a spirit. Is a spirit of confusion is a spirit that destroys things. It's a spirit of destruction. Today. No more destruction. In your family, no more confusion. Concerning your marriage, no more confusion. Concerning your business, no more confusion. Concerning your love, no more confusion. Wherever the spirit of confusion is at war, I command it out in the name of Jesus. What causes confusion? Two major things I want to mention for today. Everywhere you see confusion, there are spirits and power behind it. And if you know what causes it, and you can address it, then you'll be free from confusion. 
Now, the first scripture I want to read, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14 and verse 33. Let's see together what causes confusion. And as we discover what causes it, we can deal with it. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 33. Now, this is what the Bible says. Verse 33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches and all the saints. For God is not the author of confusion. So if God is not the author of confusion, that means the confusion comes from Satan. I speak in the name of the Lord. Any area of our life where the enemy have introduced confusion, we stop it in Jesus' name. We stop that spirit in Jesus' name. In your family, I cast it out. In your life, I cast it out. Everywhere where you are just confused, just don't even know what next step to take. From this day, the grace and the hand of God will rest upon you. There will be direction. There will be clarity. Everything eating, God will expose them. I saw amen, thunder, no more confusion. What again causes confusion? James chapter number three. Knowing what causes it, you address it, you are free. James chapter number three. I'm reading from verse 15. This wisdom descended not from above, but certainly sensual, devilly. That's talking of the wisdom of the world. Then verse 16 say, For we are envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Now we discover here one of the things the devil does, or his work is this, he introduces envy, introduces strife into people's life. And the Bible says, wherever you see envy and you see strife, there'll be confusion. When there's envy and strife at home, there'll be confusion in that home. When there's envy and strife in any organization, there'll be confusion in that organization. That's one of the things all of us need to purge ourselves from so that there'll be con- there can be peace in our home, peace in a place of war. Wherever you see envy, wherever you see strife, there'll be confusion. It's a spirit in the name of the Lord. We are all free today in the name of Jesus. May I say with all humility, you don't need to envy anyone. The God who help others can help you. The God who lift up others can lift you up. And I want to say to you also, you don't need to look down on yourself. Sometimes it is not that there's any problem with anybody, but it's we are the one looking down on ourselves. Stop looking down on yourself. Have a self-esteem. Respect God. Respect the opinion of God about your life. That somebody is rising doesn't mean you will not try. It's a matter of time. The Bible says everything happens time and chance. Everyone saying amen. Your own rising time also will come. But don't pull down anybody because you want to rise. He will also raise you up. So Bible says where there's envy, where there's strife, there'll be confusion. I speak out. And I decree today that confusion in your office, in your company, your family, as your amen turn that end, come to it today. I speak peace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The third spirit that we need to deal with for our story to end well is what I will call the spirit of witchcraft. Beloved, hear me and hear me well. What you call witchcraft is real, sir. What we call witchcraft is real, sir. The Bible says, suffer not the wish to live. I know that day when God help us, we trust the Lord hopefully after all this pandemic will be over and when the normal short service will resume, there will be more time to pray and deal with this spirit that will make a mess of many lives, many families, many individuals. And we are going to stop it in the name of the Lord. Even as we pray today, God will put an end to it. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit from hell. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit of manipulation. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit of deception. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit of dream pollution. It pollutes people's dreams. It's a spirit that oppresses people in their dream and pollutes their dreams. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit of satanic exchange. It exchanges things, take away from people what belong to them and give them what is not their own. The spirit of witchcraft is a spirit of demotion. It's also a sort of you know, demotion and also the sort of domination. It's a spirit that doesn't allow people to raise up their head. The, wish, the sort of wish guy is a spirit that always wants to take what people are enjoying and give them problem in return. I speak in the name of the Lord. Any form of witchcraft activities that have been attacking our destiny and our lives in your home now, as you said, the loudest amen, it expires today. All forms of witchcraft activity, no, 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 no. We come against them in the name of Jesus. The power behind it, we say no to it now. The force behind it, we cast them out in the name of Jesus. When people are under witchcraft attack, many times they don't even know. Many times they take wrong decisions, wrong steps. Many times they are manipulated out of what belongs to them, what is their destiny. 
Many times they put in so much effort and there's little to show for it because there's a witchcraft activities going on. In the name of Jesus, I come against such activities all around us in the name of Jesus Christ. It's real, sir. But today, none of you will be a victim again. Spirit of witchcraft made people labor. They put in so much effort and yet there's little or nothing to show. Why? The witchcraft activity, the power that, that be, the power that comes against them. Today, I cast out that spirit in the name of Jesus. Part of what witchcraft does is what we call demonic onslaught, demonic accusation, demonic traps. That's part of witchcraft activity. They use something to get people out of their destiny. Today, you are free in the name of the Lord Jesus. That oppression will not survive in your house again. Not in your family again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, what do you do to get over witchcraft activities and oppressions? One, engage in what I call regular and violent prayers all the time. Regular and violent prayers all the time. You just have to, it should be part of your life. That's how to stop them. Number two, you must be loaded, you must be word loaded. Daily, every minute, let the word be there. Just get yourself loaded with the word of God. The more of God you know, the better. Because the more of God you know, the more you will know how to deal with the power that are not of God. The more you will know how to unheart what the enemy is doing, that this one is the work of the devil. This one can be true. Because now you know. Because one of the things, the witchcraft does, they bring confusion to people's life. Turn white, it's called white, yellow. It's called yellow, white. Just to make sure they don't get it right. Under God from now, you will get things right. In the name of the Lord Jesus, what again do you do to deal with this real witchcraft? You must, as it were, surrender yourself to, for deliverance ministration. Every time you engage in deliverance ministration, you shake out the devil. Satan can stand wherever there is light. Darkness can stand wherever there is light. So we need to deal with it. For us to end well, and for our story to end well, the task we need to deal with is the spirit of witchcraft. And the last one I want to mention today is what I call the spirit of evil repetition. The spirit of evil repetition. Four things I'm addressing for our story to end well. It doesn't matter where or when. It doesn't matter the situation or the circumstance. The first one we talk about, remember we said, the spirit of, confu- I mean, we, we talk about the spirit of confusion. We talk about the spirit of forget God. And we talk about the spirit of witchcraft. And the last one I'm mentioning today, the spirit of witchcraft. I mean, the spirit of evil repetition. Let me start by praying for somebody at home. Or wherever you are listening to me. In the name of Jesus. Whatsoever you suffer before will not repeat itself again. Whatsoever your family suffered before, it will not be repeated again. Whatsoever your parents suffered, you will not suffer there. What some of you have suffered now, I pray, your children will not suffer there. Evil will not be repeated in your life. It will not be repeated in your family. As I say in amen, wherever you are listening to me, it will not be repeated again. The spirit of evil repetition. Somehow, negatives find a way of happening again and again. Somehow, the spirit of repetition is the spirit that makes bad things happen again in somebody's life. It's the spirit that makes something happen, negative thing or bad thing happen again in family. It's the spirit that makes negative thing, unpleasant thing happen again, either in an organization or a business place, whatever. It's the spirit that sponsors repetition and, you know, continuous happening of things that they don't want. It happened before and it's happening again. Sometimes it happens to just an individual. Sometimes it can happen to a family. It can pass on. It may be in somebody's life. It happened last year. Now it's happening another year now in an individual life. Another time to not be in individual life, it could be from one member of the family to another member of the family. You see the same evil repetition. It happened to the uncle. Now it's happening to somebody else. It happened to the senior brother. Now it's happening to the junior brother. It's evil repetition. Sometimes it happened from generation to generation. It happened to somebody in the generation before. Now it's happening to another now. It's the same evil repetition. I pray for you now. Wherever you are, just rest up here with me at home. Say, in the name of Jesus, the power the spirit behind evil repetition lose authority over my life. Say it again with me. I told you, say, Father, by your mercy, let the power, let the spirit behind evil repetition lose authority over my life. Can I hear your loud amen? Now, to help you understand it, let me just fear a few things that sometimes happen repeatedly and we don't know. And that's one of the reasons we need to pray against it. For example, loss of children. A child died some years ago and another one is dying now. Evil repetition. Rape. When the mother was growing up, they raped her. Now the daughter is growing up now, they are raping her already. It's evil repetition. Another one, termination of employment, a loss of job. It could be an individual, it could be parents. Now for you as an individual, get one job, they terminated you. Six months down the line, they terminated you. It happened last year, it happened five years ago, and it's going to happen again, evil repetition. Sometimes to not just be an individual, it could be from parents, say, that's what happened to your father. That's where they terminated his appointment. Now they are going to appoint your own also. Evil repetition. Sometimes it could be marrying 
or broken marriages in some home. That's where the evil reputation comes. It happened to almost everybody, and it's happening now. The same thing, broken homes, broken marriages. Something just happened, and the whole thing will scatter. It has been happening, and it's going to happen again. Or it's about to happen again. It's just happening again. Evil repetition. For some, it's accidents. So, oh my God. This accident happened last year. It happened three years ago. How come once we are entering so, so, so much, that's when I always have the accident? It is always the same thing. Evil repetition. Under God today, the power and the spirit behind evil repetition, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Somebody will be able to say, Amen, I hope it will not happen to you again. It will not happen to you again. Some is businesses collapse. Spend so much money, invest in the business. After a while, the thing will go down. Today, selling oranges. In the next six months, selling yam. In another six months, selling clothes. But it doesn't matter what the person sells. After a while, the thing will close up. After a while, the thing will come down. Evil repetition. I pray with you today. The power behind evil repetition ends in your life. Ends in your life. Ends in your house. Ends in your family. In the name of Jesus. The problem is not what you are selling. The problem is the spirit that always wants evil things to happen. That no matter what you sell, what you do, the thing will not work. But here today, things will work in your hand from now. Things will work in your hand from now. Things will work in your hand from now. For some, it's failing exams. It doesn't matter the examination. When they get to a point, they will fail. Some will just forget what they have read. It's evil repetition. Broken relationships. For some, it's bad dreams. Always having the same bad dream. After a while, when they are just about to have some breakthrough, they will have that bad dream. And the moment they have that bad dream, the thing will fail. Evil repetition. Beloved, I believe all of us just have to be sincere with ourselves and begin to deal with all this power and say to ourselves, enough is enough. If you are ready to pray, I'm ready to pray. Let me say to you, even evil repetition has an end. Today, mark the end in Jesus' mighty name. We read the story of a family where there are seven brothers who married the same sister, the same woman, and after, one, after a while, the woman died. I mean, the man died. I mean, the man died right there. And now, the, the next brother had to marry the same woman. The man died again. The, the second brother died. Had to marry another one. And just by so doing, married seven brethren. All of them, one after they were dying, the same woman. And finally, the woman died. And now we're going to the end of the story. The woman never have a child for any of them. Evil always repeating itself. Today, I prophesy. The part that always want negative to happen. If you join me to say, Amy, I told wherever you are now, that power catch fire now. That power catch fire now. That power catch fire now. As I was saying, Amy, I told evil will not be repeated in your life. You missed that opportunity last year, you will not miss it this year. You lost your job last year, you will not lose it this year. You failed that exam last year, you will not fail this year. The business scattered last year, it will not scatter this year. The children brought you shame last year, they will not bring you shame this year. Whoever is saying amen with me at home, it will not be your portion this year. Evil will not be repeated. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Under God, you say amen, evil will no longer be repeated. Somebody saying amen at home, you will not cry again. You will not see shame. You will not see reproach. My God will arise. My God will fight. My God will defend you. If you are saying amen, that will be your story. I conclude on this note today, brother. You will end well. Your story will end well. Despite, in spite of all the reasoning of Nathaniel about Nazareth, the Lord Jesus came from Nazareth. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? As I was reading some, I mean, some translation, one of them said, is, and the Bible said, and Nathaniel said, you are kidding me. You mean Nazareth? What's coming out of Forget, nothing good can come out of that place. Another translation said, can any good thing even happen in that place at all? That useless place? But all that opinion notwithstanding, the Lord Jesus came out of Nazareth. Now, this is the good news. Even now, something good will come out of your life. I don't know about you, but something good will come out of your family. Coronavirus or no, you will make it. You will see succeed. You will not lose your job. Something great will see happen to you. This is the God that proposed to set you up. He will set you up. This is a God that determined to raise you up. He will raise you up. This is a God that proposed your marriage will take place. Your marriage will take place. He has determined this year you are going to complete that project. You start, you will complete it. God that proposed this year you are going to travel. That opportunity will come. You will travel out. God that proposed this year you will have your own baby. In the name of you will have that babies. If you are saying amen, say it loud now. God that proposed this year, your children will complete their school. They will complete it this year. God that proposed that this year, they will bring good, good news. I say to that father and that mother, your children will bring good, good news this year. Look up. Something good will see come out of your family. Please rise up at home and let's pray together. Why am I sure it will happen? Because God will not judge, determine your future by your past. 
Why will I not sure that this one will happen to you? Because your failure of yesterday will not determine what God wants to do in your life tomorrow. How am I sure this thing will happen? Because God has proposed to do what he wants to do, and nothing will stop the law. He said, I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And I'm happy to let you know, you are one of the people that will enjoy the mercy of the law. If you believe that, can I hear your hymn one more time at home? Something good, we see come out of me. Something good, we see come out of my family. Join me to pray. Say, my father, my God. Say it again, my father, my God. By your mercy, let something good come out of my life. Let something great come out of my family. Can you begin to prophesy in the name of Jesus? In your mercy, Lord, let something good come out of my life. In your mercy, God, let something good come out of my family. In your mercy, Lord, let something good come out of my life. Something good. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my family. In your mercy, Father, let something good come out of my life. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my life. Father, in your mercy. In your mercy. In your mercy. In your mercy. Let something good come out of my life. Let something good come out of my life. Let something good come out of my life. Lord Jesus, in your mercy, let something good come out of my life. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my life. Something good out of my life. Let something good come out of my life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Prayer point number two. Say with me, say, in the name of Jesus, whatsoever will make me forget you, oh God, may he not happen to me. Whatsoever will make me forget you, May he not happen to me. Can you begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Aleko suta nemoria yahuria shaka. Ingu guzagadaba. Heli broko zikata hile wokuria shaka yaba. Edia kasuta nima hushia akasika yaba. Whatsoever will make me forget you. Oh Lord Jesus, may he not happen to me. May he not happen to me. May he not happen to me. Anything, oh God, that will make me forget you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it will not happen to me. It will not happen in my life. It will not happen to my loved one. Everything will work together for good. Whatsoever will make us forget you, may he not happen, Lord. May he not happen, Lord. May he not happen, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. The top prayer prayer say, in the name of Jesus, spirit of confusion, I command you, out of my family, out of my life, out of my office, out of my family, out of my life, out of my heart. Can you begin to pray it out? I cast you out, spirit of confusion, spirit of disorganization, this of disorderliness, spirit of confusion, in the name of Jesus, out of my life. Out of my life, every spirit of confusion, I take authority over you now. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. Out of my life, in every form, in every area, spirit of confusion, I cast you out today. 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 Spirit of confusion, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out of my life. Out of my life, out of my life, out of my life, out of my life, out of our homes, out of our family, out of our children. In every area there's confusion. Let there be clarity, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we'll pray. Santa me, Father, I take authority over the power of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. Can you begin to pray now? Power witchcraft, lose your authority. Power witchcraft, catch fire now. Power witchcraft, catch fire now. Regodo satale bosha. Ingrogozo gedege de bosha. Balia dua yu agayaba. Eruaka satalebro kosha kaya kataboya. Power witchcraft, lose your authority now. Power witchcraft, catch fire now. Over our lives, over our family, everything around us, we speak against witchcraft. We cast out the power of witchcraft. We speak against the of witchcraft. We cast out the power of witchcraft in any area, in any form that there is witchcraft oppression. We command now, aspire witchcraft activity, witchcraft oppression, aspire, aspire power of witchcraft. We command you now, catch fire in the name of Jesus. Catch fire in the name of Jesus. Catch fire in the name of Jesus. We come against the power of witchcraft. We come against the witchcraft. In the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. And I begin to pray say, in the name of Jesus. Evil will not be repeated in my life. I prophesy. I speak against the spirit of evil repetition. In any form, in any manner, spirit of evil repetition, aspire in my life, aspire in my home, aspire in my family. Evil will not be repeated. Evil will not be repeated. Evil will not be repeated. Power, spirit of evil repetition, I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. Power, spirit of evil repetition, I cast you out today. 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 I cast you out. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. With your mighty Christ, say, in the name of Jesus, what I suffer before, I will not suffer again. What my parents suffer, I will not suffer. What I suffer, my children will not suffer. Can you pray in the name of the Lord? What I suffer before, I will not suffer again. What my children, what my parents suffer, I will not suffer. What my parents suffer, I will not suffer. What I suffer, my children will not suffer. In the name of Jesus, what I suffer before, I will not suffer again. What I suffer before, I will not suffer again. What my parents suffer, I will not suffer. What I suffer, my children will not suffer. In the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally, we might begin to prophesy. I will end well. My story will end well. My children's story will end well. My business story will end well. Grace will work for me. Mercy will work for me. Help will come my way. Help will come my way. I will end well. My story will end well. I will end well. My story will end well. God will give me testimony. God will show he's my God. He will show he's my God. He will show he's my God. My story will end well. My testimony will call. Grace will work. I will end well. My story will end well. My story will end well. I will and where everything around me about me, we enjoy divine attention. The grace, the glory of God, we speak in our life, we speak in our hope. In the name of the Lord, Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I commit to the hand of the Almighty God. Everyone that says, Amen, I told now, may God show you mercy. What God uses, what makes God God in our life, let God show it forth. What made God God in our life? Let God show it for. Everyone saying amen, you will not cry. Everyone saying amen, your yes, wasted years, you recover now. Your wasted years, you recover now. The hand of God is upon your life. The hand of God is upon your destiny. Every hand against you, I command them to wither. Which kind of pressure activity in our life, in our family, expire today? Power that fight our destiny, we command them to catch fire. Power of foundation, we command it to catch fire. Power of our family house and our foundation, we command it to catch fire. Everyone that say amen, let new things start in our homes. Let new things start in our homes. Let new things start in our marriages. Let new things start in our lives. Everyone saying amen, God will visit you in a new way. In the name of Jesus, favor upon your family house. Favor upon everyone your among your children. Favor upon all that you lay your hand to. In the name of the Lord. In season and time like this, destiny helper will show for all of us. Destiny helper will show for our children. In the name of Jesus. Every strong man, strong woman, threatening our destiny, our life, our joy, our peace, we come against them in the name of the Lord. Your Goliath will give up on your case. The Goliath of your children will give up on their case. As you say, the loudest say, amen, I arrest every Goliath standing between our miracle. In the name of Jesus. Father, we want to say we thank you. Every strange power, demonic, so-called evil power that are harassing, intimidating our destiny, Father, take away the power in the name of Jesus. And we speak against this virus. It will not spread again. It will not spread again. Let there be healing of our land. Let there be healing of our nation. Let there be healing of individuals. In the name of Jesus, may the God of good news visit every one of you. Father, we say we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.